In this episode of Ask Ted, five steps to build your personal brand. Before we get to that, I want to ask you, have you gone and checked out our Kickstarter campaign or be the change movement on Kickstarter? If not, please go to legendarylightpodcast.com and the big annoying pop-up that will come up immediately on the website will take you to the Kickstarter campaign. You can also get, go to kickstarter.com and type in be the change or uh, legendary life. It, my name might bring it up as well. I'm super excited about this. We've uh, raised quite a bit of money and this is such a cool movement. We are reaching people and making a difference and and I love being part of it and there's cool perks like wristbands for seven bucks if you donate seven bucks there's t-shirts if you uh, donate 25 we have a bunch of different perks so it's not just you give something and get nothing in return it's just sort of a donation uh, it's you, you'll get something in return we're planning to do some amazing stuff for the people who do donate and of, of course if the Kickstarter campaign uh, actually makes it through all the way. And we're planning some awesome stuff. Well, we're going to be putting the money into creating these things for people. This is about growing the podcast. So please, if you like what you've been hearing, go to my website, legendarylightpodcast.com. Go there, donate. If you don't have money, share the link do what you can to make this a success so I can give back even more than I've been doing. So let's get to the review of the week. This one comes to us from Down Under. That was my terrible Australian accent again. And JMC Kraken 01. Ted does a great job in bringing together excellent guests and having them share their knowledge and wisdom for the benefit of the audience. Highly recommend for those interested in personal growth and wellness, thanks. And that's pretty much what this is, right? Personal growth and wellness, because I'm not some meathead who only talks about gotta eat your protein and you gotta lift heavy weights if you wanna build those muscles. We talk about all types of stuff. More than that, sleep, nutrition, is organic food worth the money you're paying for it, like we did last Ask Ted. So, Let's get to the question of the week because this week's episode is a little bit different. It's on five steps to build your personal brand. Why would you care about building your personal brand? Well, because your personal brand is what people think of you when you're not around. And we all have a personal brand, whether we like it or not. We all have a perception of us from other people. And today we're going to be talking about it in the the sense, the, in the professional sense, in the business sense. And we're going to use this question that I got. Actually, it's more of a, an email, but uh, I reached out to Todd, who wrote me and said, man, I'd love to use this for an Ask Ted. And he said, yes. So here we go. My ultimate goal that I've had since I was 14 or even younger is to put together the world's best civilian self-defense martial art curriculum of principles, techniques, tactics, and strategies. By best, I mean effective, viable, reasonable, ethical, scalable, non-mystical, very important, non-pseudo-scientific, non-traditional, in accordance with the local laws, which is really important, right? 
I started formally training in martial arts in 1991 and have since graded in six different martial arts, along with exhaustive researching and studying of many martial arts and self-defense slash self-protection techniques, including TFT with uh, Tim Larkin. So tactics, strategies, principles. Okay, I get it, man. You're well-researched. I love it. You're passionate. I, I can tell just from reading this. I've been working at a long-term care facility for four years and have encountered many agitated and aggressive residents with dementia. While I, I relate to that, my my grandmother had dementia and you know she she got aggressive as well. I have witnessed staff reacting inappropriately, right? Probably taking it personal and or ineffectively to such incidents. Therefore, I decided to write two books titled Self-Defense for Caregivers Level 1 and Self-Defense for Caregivers Level 2, published in 2013 and 2014. However, I have not reached black belt in any martial art. Therefore, I do not have the qualifications that the majority of the public looks for to teach martial arts self-defense. I'm also broke and in debt and my income is below average. Thanks for your con- for considering this message, Todd. Todd, man, this is awesome, dude. And I, I understand how you are, who you are to a certain degree, just from reading this, because I felt the way you felt. You feel, man, this is my passion. I do nothing but learn martial arts. I do nothing but study martial arts. I do nothing but, you know, think about this stuff and and research it. And I work in a caregiver facility. I'm super passionate about it. I've seen people use inappropriate, well, probably react inappropriately or, or use inappropriate techniques. And, uh, and and that bothers me and I want to do something about it, but I'm also broke and in debt and my income is below average. I get it, man. You know why you're broke and in debt and income is below average? It's not because you're lazy, because think about all the work you put. It's because you have not built up your personal brand. You have not built up your passion into a business and you have some great ideas and you even publish two books. So first of all, congrats on knowing your mission and putting out not one, but two books. That's awesome. And two, it's a great idea to put together the best civilian martial art. That's what Tim Larkin did. And teaching self-defense to caregivers is a solid niche, 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 excuse me. So you have a message, you have, you have a message. That's a combination between mission and message. That's what that was. You have a mission, you have a message, you even have two books. So why aren't you crushing it? And like I said, it's because you haven't built up your personal brand. You haven't built up your passion into a business. And for those of you listening right now, no, I'm not going to start selling how to get rich online. I'm not going to start selling that. Although I, I, I do do coaching for personal trainers, but this isn't, this isn't really something I'm interested in, in making a full-time thing right now. Uh, I'm really working on this Legendary Life brand uh, and, and business. And I'll tell you, Todd, and for you listening who relates to this, and maybe it's not martial arts, maybe it's something else. Maybe you're in an area, maybe you have a passion that's not your job, 
but you haven't figured out how to turn it into something. And I am by no means the expert to learn from. In fact, I'm going to give you some resources here, but I will tell you this. I felt the same way. I was a personal trainer. I was super passionate about learning. I was super passionate about being the best, using the best techniques, learning the best techniques, learning from the best people. And I would spend so much time doing that. However, nobody was paying me for it. So my clients, some of them weren't even into the types of things that I was trying to teach them. They don't want to, they don't want to hear about sleep or eating organic or any of that stuff. And that's not completely true because I have some, I have some people who, who have told me I've changed their lives and they eat so much better and blah, 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 blah. Right. So many, uh, so many positive stories that people shared with me in the 17 years I've been in the business. But a lot of my clients don't want to hear that crap. And it ain't crap, but it's, that's the way they, they think of it. They're like, yeah, uh, Ted, why don't you t stop talking to me about sleep and just count my reps? And sometimes the attitude I get, they don't say that to me because that's not, not, that's not something you'd want to say to me. But it's, uh, it's, it's still like it, it's inappropriate for me to enforce, to push something on them that they're not paying me for that they don't want it's their time they're paying for it so you know i was i i started getting a little upset because i felt like i i'm so knowledgeable i'm so I, i'm so passionate about this but my clients don't want to hear it what do i do and so that's what started this whole idea of building a website and building this legendary life idea and as, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know it's gone through several changes. It was called Alpha Fit Life, then Alpha Man Project, then Man Project. And I said, I don't connect with any of that. And now it's legendary life. So it takes a while to, to, to go through this process. You, you can cut down the length, the time it takes by hiring experts. But if you're, if you're kind of struggling, which I was when... I started looking into this thing. I dropped out of school because my stepmom died. I had to take care of my dad. And I was back in personal training. So I started building this idea of, of this brand. And that's how that that was the first like first little idea of building a business online, building a personal brand, not only online, but offline as well. But you have to have both. You have to be online and offline, unless you're one of those weird internet marketing guys who, you know, you can make everything happen from behind your computer and never leave your house. But I'm not like that. And most likely neither are you. So I'm going to give you five steps to build your personal brand and this is stuff that anyone listening right now can do. And the first one is know your why. And Todd, you were super passionate about, I can tell you're passionate about studying martial arts and this idea of being the best or, or developing the best civilian martial art that works for people, right? But what I didn't hear is what is the story behind that? What is your why? Because is it just a business idea for you? 
or is it something more? And the feeling I get from reading your email is that it's something more. What is that story? Because what you said was, oh, I don't have a black belt in any martial art. Therefore, I don't have the qualifications that the majority of the public looks for to teach martial art self-defense. By the way, that is what you call a limiting belief. You know what's a true limitation? Laws. If someone says, hey, you need a black belt to teach. And if you do, if you teach civilian martial arts, teach what you want to teach without a black belt, then you're breaking the law. That is a real limitation because you can end up in jail. But thinking that you don't have a black belt in martial art, therefore you don't have the qualifications that the majority of public looks to teach martial arts self-defense, that's a limiting belief, man. That's a limiting belief. You get around that by not lying and saying that you're something you're not, but you tell your story. You tell your story. There's probably even a story why you don't have a black belt. I have a story why I don't have a black belt. So what is your why? And that will help you overcome that limiting belief. And telling your story of why to other people will help them resonate with it. And that brings us to number two. And you know what? Let me rewind. For anyone else listening, know your why. What is your story? What is your emotional connection to what it is you're so passionate about? Because that's what connects people to you. You can't just say, hi, I'm Todd. I have the best civilian martial art. People don't care. What is the story? Tim Larkin has a really cool story where he's done all this research on what happens in, uh, what happens in, in prisons. I don't want to go into it, but he has a really cool story. He knows his why. Another guy who's not a black belt, who became very successful, Stefan Kesting, who started out teaching as a purple belt and making videos. And, uh, and he became very successful and now he's a black belt. But when he started, he wasn't and he was successful then. And I'll tell you something else in case it's a fitness example, but in case someone's listening and they're like, oh, those are martial art examples. I want to hear something else. Richard Simmons. Let me ask you a question. Do you know who Brad Schoenfeld is? You probably do because he's been on this show. Brad's a brilliant dude and he's doing research that we use to make decisions about the best ways to train ourselves and our clients. But most of you probably have only heard about him here or because you're in the fitness industry. And if you're outside of the fitness industry, you probably don't know him that well. How about Sean T? You know who that is? How about Richard Simmons? You know who that is? Of course you do. Now, if you're a bit older, you'll know Richard Simmons. If you're a bit younger, you may not know who that is. But we all know who Tony Horton is or Sean T. Are they the best trainers? Are they the best exercise professionals? No, but they have built up a huge personal brand that people relate to, that people connect to emotionally, that people, when they hear them, they hear the stories, they hear everything they're up to. They're like, wow, I want to be part of that. And that is why knowing your why is super important. Two is choose a niche and perfect your piche. What I said here is choose your niche and perfect your pitch. And the right way to say it is niche. And I know there's a lot of people from the UK and Australia and New Zealand listening. So forgive my American uh, 
you know, my American pronunciation of the word, but choose your niche, perfect your pitch. And the reason this is important is because you got to kind of know who you're talking to. And Todd, you have a great one. You want to put together the best civilian martial art and uh, uh, you want to teach self-defense to caregivers. That's pretty cool. But for you listening, you need to be able to you need to be able to articulate what it is that you do in a way that people get it. And if you're too technical, if you're too unemotional, then people aren't going to resonate with it. So understanding, choosing a niche. So what is the niche for this show? What is the niche of, of legendary life? People who want to overcome obstacles and adversity in their life to create the type of life they want. It's about being high performance. It's about taking your life to the next level. And that's pretty broad. And perhaps that's why I'm not as successful as a podcast as I uh, perhaps should be based on some of the feedback that I've gotten. But the more clear you are and to other people and sharing what it is that you do and why you do it, the more successful that you're going to be. Now, let's get to the part that I can really help you out with. And that's publish your ideas. And no matter who you are, what industry you're in, you should be publishing your ideas. Now, some platforms are going to be more appropriate for you than others. For example, you could do a YouTube channel. If you're a fitness person, you should do a YouTube channel showing exercises. If you're a martial artist, like you, Todd, you should do a YouTube channel is a good idea as well. Something that you need to see in action to, to gain respect for the person as an expert. Uh, blog posts are another example. Uh, you can write articles. And Todd, if, you're, if you've already written two books, blog posts, it's a, it, it, it's a done deal. That's something, oh, and Todd, I want to tell you something. I Googled you, I found your books, but guess what I didn't find? A website. So you have two books, but you don't have a website. The reason that you want to publish your ideas and you want to publish your content is because it keeps people engaged with you and what you're doing. Like what if I put out 10 podcasts and never put out any podcast again? probably will you you would stop coming back because you after a while those tender interviews no matter how good they are would get old for you and you'd stop learning from them that's why i publish something every single week and i want you to publish your ideas every single week whether that's once a week twice a week john lee dumas if you know entrepreneur on fire does it every single day he publishes a podcast episode so pick something I, I suggest one or two times a week, start there and see where it goes. So, uh, or so, okay, blog posts. You could do a podcast. By the way, I don't recommend doing a podcast unless you already have a big following. And I learned that the hard way. I started here and had to build my podcast up from scratch, which is really hard to do. And people will tell you that it's easier to build a podcast because it's uh, there's it's less competitive than blogs. I disagree with that. I think it's more competitive. So you need, uh, so podcast is not something I, I would recommend to do first, unless you're like me and you're like, you know what, 
I can get on there. I can interview people, but, uh, but writing is not for me. Um, I would start with a YouTube channel, I think is the easiest one. Blog posts uh, are next, and then podcasting is, is probably the third. So let's talk about some other ideas. You can write books. Todd, you've written two. They haven't quite helped you the way they should, and that's because you're not publishing your ideas consistently, and, you, I, and I don't know where your website is. Maybe you have one, but I wasn't able to find it by Googling your name in self-defense. Although, like I said, I did find your two books. But you, you got to have that. Speaking engagements. That's why I plug Toastmasters Improv Acting so much. Speaking engagements raises your profile. It gets you to share your ideas with so many people at one time. You start to become like a little bit of a celebrity, right? And that's okay because at the end of the day, it's a popularity contest. Why do you know, why do so many people know Tim Ferriss while less people know me. And why do so many people not know Tim Ferriss, but they'll know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is, right? Because uh, believe it or not, you probably, you, everyone listening probably knows Tim Ferriss, but my clients, my multi-millionaire clients who run uh, multi-million dollar companies, they don't know who the hell Tim Ferriss is. They probably never heard of even the book. So there's all different levels of popularity. And, and like I just mentioned, you don't need to be a complete rock star to capture the attention of enough people to make this a viable business for yourself. So speaking engagements, huge. TV appearances. I'm working on doing some local TV right now. Uh, I'm going to try also to get on national TV. You should try that as well. Here's a great one. And Todd, I want you to listen to this. And if you're a writer, I want you to listen to this as well. Even better than blog posting, although you should have somewhere to send people, you need a website with content. But even better than that is writing articles for big online publications. My buddy Kamanzi Constable came on here uh, twice and he talked about that. Huge. So you're going to get a lot more people paying attention writing for, as an example, entrepreneur.com versus, you know, your own blog, for example. That can really build up your profile a lot and get people to pay attention to your message. So participate in interviews. Be a guest on a podcast. I mean, not only do I do a podcast, but I'm a guest on podcasts. And it's kind of funny. I want to tell you something strange. You come here. Now, Now, if you're listening to this solo episode, you probably enjoy my take on things. You appreciate my solo episodes. Appreciate the information and the energy that I bring to you. But some people skip the solo episodes. They don't want to hear me. They want to hear me interview people. So when I, and that's fine. That's just the way things are. It's not something to take personal. It's just the way it is. Uh, but I'll tell you when I go on other people's podcasts and I'm the guest star uh, to be interviewed by the, that podcast, I have such a great response. And many of you found me through uh, Jeff Sanders podcast or the Art of Charm podcast or many of the other awesome podcasts that have been so gracious to get me on their show uh, to be a guest. So participate in interviews. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to just 
pit you have to have something to pitch people you can't just say well i wrote two you know i wrote a couple books a couple years ago and i'd like you to interview me about them you got to have a social media following you got to have a website you got to look the part and that can take time to put together but uh it needs to be if you want to get on the bigger shows it's really important to look the part because one they may not want you if you don't look the part two even if they do want you and you do get on the show and let's say it's a big hit and people want to connect with you after they want you want them to go to someplace cool i mean my website was terrible for a long time if you go back to some of my earlier episodes i talked about it and hopefully people forgave me it was terrible looking but now it's solid and it's taken me a long time to get it together but you got to start. Everyone listening should have some sort of website. You can go to Wix or, uh, oh man, what's the other one? There's there's Wix, you can put together something pretty quickly. Also Squarespace, you can put something together pretty quickly. If you're gonna be publishing content though, you really want to do a WordPress website. Again, not something I'm really an expert on, but but I've studied this enough to know that you need a platform that has a bit more uh, uh, fine tuning that allows for fine tuning so you can put up like podcast episodes, for example. But if you're just starting your tight on money, go to Squarespace, go to Wix. It's drag and drop to put together your website. So, so if you, so participating in interviews, critical. Uh, let's talk about developing the number four is developing a service product ecosystem. And this is what Daniel Priestley talks about. And for some of you, if you're maybe in a corporation, you're working a corporate job, you should be writing articles for big online publications, but maybe this is not for you, depending on your agreement with your employer. But uh, for those of you who are like me and you're you're kind of freelance, you want to develop that service product ecosystem. One-on-one -on -one training. I do personal training one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, group training. I don't really do that. I've tried it in the past. It works for martial arts. Seminars. Wow. Seminars are so cool. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I really, really want to put on some seminars. I'll be speaking at some. I'm super excited about it. Uh, that goes back to the other thing, publishing your ideas. So speaking engagements is huge. You can get paid to speak, but you can also put on your seminars. You can put on a, a two-hour event. You can put on a one-day event. Um, you can put on a one-hour event. Uh, you can sell coaching, online coaching. Now, if you're doing what you're doing, Todd, that might be a little bit difficult unless you want to put something together on the mindset or strategy, something about that, uh, or share statistics, research, whatever it is. But uh, seminars, huge. Retreats, huge. Something I want to do as well. So also putting together books. Tim Larkin has a DVD series where he shows you the techniques, and that's something you could do, Todd. So selling, you want a combination of both services and products that make sense for your business that make you money because uh, you should not be struggling. You know, I mean, I feel like I'm struggling sometimes, but that's because I've cut back on my personal training 
and I and the podcast has grown, and so I'm spending more money on it. But it's like a struggle, a self-created struggle. I could stop doing all the podcast stuff, and I would I would be fine. But I'm not going to do that because it's done amazing things and changed my life and connected me with you who listening right now. So that's not an option. But I'm just saying, um, there there is no reason to struggle. There there are so many ways to make money uh, that can help you build your business, grow, but you got to be all in. You got to be all in to doing this. And it may take working nights. It may take working on your off time. It may take uh, a lot of work. And I tell you, it will take a lot of work. I spend a tremendous amount of time, energy, money, effort to put this podcast out there and to do all the other things that help me grow my personal brand. So, which brings me to number five is build a network. And networking is so huge. I used to be the really independent guy in personal training because I thought I was so cool in my 20s. I thought I was the man. I wasn't. And the people who networked were the ones who were the most successful. So cre- and building a network isn't just, hey, what's your name? Oh, okay, what do you do? Okay, well, here's my business card. Let me know if you ever need my services. That's not networking. That is, I don't know what that is, but it, it ain't networking. Networking is having conversations, finding people, like-minded people to build relationships with either in the same industry as you or complementary industries. Or perhaps, uh, you know, like if you wanted to be interviewed on a, on a podcast and you wanted to be on that person's podcast, just to give an example, like let's say you wanted to be on the Art of Charm, which I've been on and it, and it was awesome for me. And I'm trying to be on there again, actually. You, I have a relationship with Jordan. Now we're not buddy buddies, but I send Jordan emails either about episodes that I like on the Art of Charm or I, in, I introduce him to guests that would be great for his show. So that's how I've built a relationship completely online because I haven't, I've never met Jordan. And I, I don't know if I'll ever do the Art of Charm bootcamp. Um, but going to seminars in your industry. So for me, I'd want to go to like fitness or wellness industry or personal development seminars. Now, if you're into martial arts like Todd is, you want to go to like Tim Larkin, if Tim Larkin had something going on, or you want to go to the martial arts world conference, or I don't know if that's the thing or not, but uh, because when I was in martial arts, I was really into the Brazilian jiu-jitsu slash MMA thing, but find the networks Find the the events in your industry and go connect with key people in them. Go shake hands, ask people about themselves. That's why you need your communication skills on point. You don't want to be, you want to be the awkward guy, the guy or the person who just talks about themselves when you're trying to build relationships with people. So those, uh, I'm going to stop it there because I could go on and on and I don't want to come off like I'm ranting, raving and uh, meandering all over the place. I've given you five solid steps to start building your personal brand 
and many, many things you can start to do. Uh, again, Toastmasters, I want to plug that because it's cheap and it will get you standing up and, and getting you clear on what your message is and forcing you to get up in front of people and talk because you have to do all these speeches. So let's go back through the five steps for building your personal brand. N number one, know your why. That story, that emotional connection with why you're choosing to do the thing that you're doing will connect people to you. Like you all know my story. You know the loss I've suffered. You know the passion I have for helping others. That's why you come back. So two is choosing a niche or niche for my uh, friends in the UK, Australia, and New Zealand, and perfect your pitch. You must be able to clearly articulate what you're about, what your mission is, what you do to help people, because money only changes hands when you solve a problem. So you must be articulate about how you solve that problem and why the, the connection that you have. So three, publish your ideas. You can make a YouTube channel, blog. Uh, you can have a blog. You can form a podcast. You can write a book. Speaking engagements, TV appearances, writing articles for big online publications, and participate in interviews. Four, develop a service product ecosystem. See what products and services make sense to offer to the people whose problems you solve. And five, build a network. Nobody succeeds alone. Everybody has a mentor, a coach, connections. They join mastermind groups. They go to key conferences, key events. They, they don't just sit there all quiet. They talk to people. They meet people. They make things happen with those relationships. Don't be the guy sitting at home wondering why, or the woman sitting at home wondering why nothing's happening for you when you're not getting out there and meeting people. Uh, some resources. Daniel Priestley's interview is a great one to listen to. That, that's on this show. Coach Michael Burt's interview on this show. Kamansi Constable's interview on this show. You can also buy Key Person of Influence by Daniel Priestley. Great book. Key Person of Interest by Coach Michael Burt. You can also get The Millionaire Messenger by Brendan Burchard. Great book. I've read it. Actually, I haven't read it. I listened to it in the car. Platform by Michael Hyatt. I haven't read that one uh, because I've just read so much of this stuff. But people tell me they love Platform by Michael Hyatt. And uh, Chris Friesen, if you're out there, I, I know you recommended that to me. Uh, perhaps I need to read it, but I haven't yet, but it comes across as one of the great books to learn how to build your platform in a noisy world, I, I believe the tagline is. So those are some resources, some of which are free that you can go and listen to right now. Others you have to buy, but invest in this. You have to invest in learning the right things to do then you have to take action on it and you have to take consistent action. And sometimes it's a long, arduous, tough process like it's been for me. Now, if you have money to throw around, you can find the best people to hire and have them do it for you. But if you have more time than money, then you're going to have to spend a lot of your time. Start now. Make a commitment to yourself 
to this goal to break things into steps and go make it happen for yourself. You can do it. It's simply the, the actions, the steps that are standing between you and where you want to be. So close that gap, make it happen, and I'll talk to you next time.